0: here i'm jay i'm alia and welcome to the homeschool your kids podcast (laughs) (laughs) so Um, so today we thought that you know we should talk a little bit more about the name itself homeschool your kids um In general, because that is the name of our organization, that is the name of the homeschool app. It is, you know, it's a heavy, heavy brand right now. So I talk about what we mean when we say homeschool your kids, because we don't want it to be misconstrued. Definitely. Um, So with the yo, I could speak on that. Um, When thinking about the title for the app. There's always so much formal ways of, you know, saying and doing things. So I, being a formal English teacher, um, wanted to go about making it as informal as possible because I wanted people to understand like homeschooling your kids doesn't have to follow any kind of format. It doesn't have to follow any kind of oh it needs to look like this or it needs to look like nah. Mm-mm. Homeschool your kids. Like, <laughs> it ain't that deep. It's, it's, it starts at home. What works for you or your family and and start there. So, that's why the yo is there. It's for the informal reasons of just be free. Like, don't, don't worry about standards. Don't worry about, oh, following this model or thinking about this. Like, no. Homeschool your kids. But we've yeah. developed it into a bigger brand as far as homeschooling in general. And it's not just for homeschool families that have decided to go the un- unconventional way of homeschooling and having their children not in school. When we say homeschool your kids, we mean everybody. <laughs> everybody homeschool your kids, like because it starts at home. And us being former teachers, we have seen the disconnect with parents and they kids education and so yeah we need y'all to um homeschool your kids regardless of where they're at what they're doing what traditional setting they're in anything we need it to happen we need it to happen we really do um because you are your child's most qualified teacher you are the one that was doing it beforehand you are like you're you're needed and we don't want you to like you know pass that buck off to anyone else like we're not no, we're not doing that anymore. <laughs> like, we need yeah. families to understand. Like, no, everything starts at home. So, yeah. Leah, you can speak on gang gang.
1: <laughs> yes. I loved everything that you said. Um, I kind of want to just touch on, I guess, like, how we met a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, so, homeschool your kids was already a thing, okay? It was already a thing. Jay had it going on. When I met her, she... um. We met on Instagram, and she asked, could I be um, tell my homeschool story? I had just started. Um, I transitioned from being a teacher to stay-at-home mom, homeschool mom, and so I was just getting started, and I was like, I would be excited to kind of share my story, the story that I do have of me kind of deciding to start my journey and why I started my journey in um, transition. So I shared my story with her. She put it on her app. I downloaded her app. I scrolled through it. I seen all this information, um, and I went and looked at North Carolina and all the things you have to do to, you know, homeschool in North Carolina because it is different state from state. And so she has all of that information on there, and I was just like, wow, this is a lot of information. And um, then I hit her. So I think maybe after that, you know, I read my story. Um, and I said, like, okay, I really like this. And just like I said, going through the app, and then I decided to join the meeting that she has on Mondays. And when we joined when I joined on Monday. Um, that's when I learned more about like natural teaching, and we were just talking, and everything was just flowing. And I was just like, oh, I really like her. Like, I really like you know this little group. This is something I I would like to be a part of because um, I'm looking for a homeschool community. Um, And I feel like that's super important when you're homeschooling is to kind of find people that can support you, give you ideas. And so when I joined, and I learned about natural teaching from her and uh, someone else who joined, um, joins the meetings, Ms. Glow. It changed my way of thinking when it comes to homeschool because I feel like I was still thinking like a teacher. And it was rough for me because I'm at home and I was trying to like implement things like how it would be at school. And it wasn't working. Like, my daughter wasn't really receptive to, you know, okay, come on. Come on. Let's um, sit down and do this. Let's do this. Let's, uh, you know, do this worksheet. I even had a worksheet. I had bought a curriculum. And so, yeah, it just it wasn't working. She didn't want to do those things. I mean, she did for a while sit down and put the little beans on the paper. But she did it so fast. At that, she was like, all right, what's next? It like, that little activity, that's nothing, you know, to her. So, um hearing about natural teaching it made me more intrigued and then uh jay came back to me and she was like i think we should start a podcast (laughs) you have this amazing energy and she has amazing amazing energy and um, I was like, okay, I'm down. And then we just started going from there. It started with podcasts. Now it's a nonprofit organization. Like she said, we're continuing to build the brand because it's so important to homeschool your kids. They are your kids, right? Like you had them. So, like she said, the emphasis on the yo is so important because when, um, like, when I was a teacher, when we're, as teachers, we see the disconnect between st- um, young learners that are in school um, and like. Uh, the disconnect between parents and their education and their young learners' education. a lot uh, when I was teaching, you know, and i I don't like to use these words like a lot or I don't like to like generalize, yeah. but what I'll say is at the schools that I worked at, and they were you know mostly Title I schools, parents rely on the teacher and teacher only to teach their children. And what that resulted in the outcome of that was when they get to, you can say fifth grade, sixth grade, they still are on a kindergarten level. They can't read, you know, they can't do math. They can't comprehend. And honestly, a comprehension skill, I truly believe starts at home. It starts with the parent, the child. um, It starts with oral language. That's research. In order to really comprehend what you're reading, it first starts with oral language. And the lack of, um, like the lack of, what is the word I'm looking for? I guess like time and attention and care that parents don't, maybe don't feel like is important in the beginning of a child's life from zero to five years old. They may not feel like it's super important to maybe talk to their child every day or read to their child every day. But those are the most important stages of a child's life. Yes, and ma'am. so whatever is going on during that period of time that the child is not in school, the parent is the sole teacher. You you are teaching your child whatever during especially those specific ages that they don't have to be in school and so zero whatever to
0: five is like when they pick up the most like that's when right they're like rapid like they're learning and they're receiving it so so much quicker than you know the older that we get it's like oh we process a little slower right as when they're young they, they they're taking it in taking it's it in. quick
1: right it's like literally like a sponge they soak it all in um and you know, mean I noticed that like as my homeschool my daughter, I really noticed how she just soaks in so much information. And that's how you can kind of see that you know, we can't just depend on the school system because the school system can only do but so much. Like even though it does seem like it's a lot of time, children are not in school for majority of their time though. They're at home. So it is important that whether your child is in school or not in school. Um, but I'm specifically talking about children in school because it's so important that parents don't forget to homeschool your, look, I'm trying to be proper, homeschool <laughs> your children. It is so important because um, they are, like, students have gaps. There are so many gaps that I talked about, especially in, um, like, teacher conversations. You have the summer gap. You have a reading gap. You have an achievement gap. There's so many gaps. That can't be filled. I'm sorry, but the school system can't do it. Um, we They need more parent help. They need more um, yes, parents to be a- an active learning coach, an active teacher for their child at home. There should be outside, you know, learning opportunities. Children should be exploring and doing things outside of school so that they can close that gap because the yes, school just ma'am. can't do it. So yeah, no.
0: working in the upper grades, like, you know, like I, I've always, I always share with anyone that ask, like my seniors were so behind as far as reading and comprehension goes, um, being able, I had a senior, oh, that, that's this their heart. He worked at Walmart, um, that baby couldn't read. He could not read, he could not write in a complete sentence. Um, he was graduating that year. And it was just like, okay, well, how did we get here? How do we get here? Then the year before I had him, though, I met with Kennedys because you know, went to open house because I want to see who's teaching my child. Um, When I went to open house, this I was talking to her kindergarten teacher, and she told me how basically, first of all, I didn't even—I told—I've said this before, I didn't know that there was not two teachers in kindergarten anymore. I thought there was two teachers in <laughs> I hadn't ventured in elementary in a while. So I didn't know that there was just one teacher to like 22, 25, 20, like, you know, right. crazy numbers. Yeah, and that's wild because little kids are neediest. I don't know what as right. far as tension goes. But when she broke down the statistic of having 22 kids start Kindergarten, and then having nine of them not being able to hold a pencil. I said, Oh, that's real. <laughs> like, yo, what, what, wait. And that's that, you know, that goes back to you're saying that zero to five years old. First of all, if you don't, if you're not preparing to have your child at home with you to gain education from you in general, and you know they're going into the public school system, you have to equip them for the public school system. That should be a mandatory thought for you because you're sending them into a system that they're going to be judged by everything they do not know. First and foremost, not even what they know, but what they do not know. And so understanding that what label quick, they're labeling your children as early as kindergarten they are putting learning disabilities on kids as early as ki- that is because so they don't damaging right. yes like talk about learn helplessness so when I get kids in 12th grade 10th grade reading on a 3rd grade level I'm not shocked as to what when they cut off from the stuff like they, they cut themselves off like oh well they told me I can't learn right anyways so shit I might as well not pay attention anyways and so they right. reach me because they're getting pushed along through a system that isn't able to really focus on them or not I ain't gonna say able but they're not the focus they're not not when it comes to testing because the money comes from past tests not failed tests so yeah no nah,
1: it's it's a it shot is left behind they're gonna keep they're gonna keep passing them on passing them on passing them on
0: passing them right on through passing like and I have witnessed firsthand children reaching me, young adults reaching me, still in elementary school. Still, I I talked like, um, I wanna say in our intro, I talked about um, my seventh grader who was reading on kindergarten grade level. And they told me to give her pre-K work according to the start reading test. Like, what do you do with that? Like, what what, what what does a teacher do with that with a room full of other, other kids?
1: Right. Like, it's like, no, she need to go back to kindergarten then. <laughs> I'm sorry, but she's going to have to go back. Like, they, the school system messed up. I really do feel like when the no child left behind, when they stopped retaining children. I remember when I was in school, my stepsister, she got retained. And I remember it used to just be a thing. Like, if you ain't passed this test and you ain't got... You getting retained. Like well, I was retained. I
0: got retained in kindergarten. Um right. because I couldn't hear. And that wasn't discovered until after I got retained. But however, mm. like it yeah, and that was <laughs> We ain't going to talk about mama parenting, but um, <laughs> it goes back to, once again, paying attention to your kids and and seeing and knowing where they're at in that level. And a quiet child doesn't mean that they're, like, you; they got it. And that's what a lot, of I feel like, once you get in the school system, when children are quiet or children are, you know, don't make... a a fuss and all that good stuff they're they're passed along they're ignored and then meanwhile they're not knowing much they don't know anything right and so it's yeah how many I have to ask did y'all used to have open house for our uh, yes we did how many parents used to come to your open house like out of the total amount of students you had.
1: Okay, first year. Okay, sixth grade. <laughs> I'm trying to remember my first year teaching. Um, hmm, I feel like we had if, if we okay. There was about. <laughs> I'm trying to really think of the numbers because there was about oh, like four Gary, classes. Uh, <laughs> we probably had about 130 something students on our team, and maybe like. For open house, I would say, I would say a good 20% showed up. Okay. 20% would be what?
0: Like 30, 30? Yeah, parents? a
1: good 30%. Oh, that's, okay. That's, 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 that's kind of decent. Yeah. Look, that's
0: kind of <laughs> out of 100 or something. But I feel kids. like it
1: was because of the open house. Now, the, the 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 real thing is who are the parents that come to the other events? You get what I'm saying? The 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 nights that they have at the schools the the other parent nights because we've had parent nights like open house yeah they'll come but what about parent nights you know saying what about pta what about all these other things that children are involved in that parents are just like oh okay (laughs) okay yeah oh that's nice yeah no um
0: our open houses used to be slack like real real slack to get 10 parents um, was like a, ooh, ooh girl, you reached double digits. Like, um and that, that was eye opening to me, especially cause I started out in seventh grade. and I could see high school parents not really being that active or not really coming in, um, especially 12th grade wise. However, seventh grade, like to see how many parents didn't come or like, that was a lot. Like it was like, oh my gosh, like they don't care then you have to ask yourself your child's going into a school building for seven hours seven to eight hours you don't want to know who your children are around you don't want to know um anything about the people that are being like having the most profound influence over your children's life for that time a whole school year that doesn't like you know, and I get, and we're not going to take away from parents who are working two, three jobs. And I get that. And I understand that because our, our society definitely has been set up where parents have to grind, um, to stay economically above, you know, the water, even if it's just the nose out the water, you still like, you know, I understand that. However, that's a big deal. Like, I don't want to this like, we're not going to, you know, take away from the, who teaches your child is the big deal. What school right. your child goes to is a big deal. Right. And for parents to not be that involved in that, that's a big deal. And then we right. have our children that graduate high school and we wonder why they're so behind. And we, we're looking at the cashiers at the stores not being able to add or subtract without the use of the, the uh, machine they, they lost. Like we can't just put it on the school we can't we have to we have to do accountability checks we have to go back to ourselves because if I'm reaching if I have seniors or I have 10th graders reaching me reading on elementary grade level it's like okay well they, does your mom know you read like this
1: right and be the <laughs> that's always a shocker to me when I come to a parent I'm like or oh, dad God, I'm God. not gonna take. Does your right. parents know? yeah I come to parents I'm like your child you know is on this level and they don't know they're like, what? Like I had someone, um, I had a child who was on a first grade level. When I told the parent, they didn't know. They was like, oh, I thought he was receiving help from his last teacher. And she said he was doing good. I'm like, ma'am, he's not doing good. He is like really below grade level. And, you know, I hate to say it because it's like, you know, he could be, every child has their own learning path. And I, I would hate to say, you know, but that's below. Let's
0: understand. It's the school system that you're in, though. Right. Like it's if you're at home teaching your child on their own pace, and you know they're they're where they're at, and that's that's what it is because right. y'all are on your own path. However, to send your child ill prepared to a school system that is all set up on standards and a normal like pacing guys and just this is Curriculum. where you need to, yeah, like, no, you gotta understand, like, no, nah, you have to talk about grade levels, you have to talk about where they are, at, you know, as far as, meeting the standard because that's where they're at they're in the school system (laughs)
1: so i do have to shout shout out all the parents that actually because there are some so shout out to all the active parents that are really actively working with their children while they're in school because i know some parents that will they will hit they would text me they would call me they would make sure their children were doing homework that's the type of activeness that you need when your child is in school like it's so important that the the teacher and the parent have that connection to the point where you get know saying, I'm like, oh, I could just call your mama right quick and I already know you're gonna get your work done. And then the mom is like, okay, or the parent, or like you said, mom or dad. The parent is like, okay, the child's gonna get their work done. We're gonna sit down, we're gonna get this work done. Yes, and man. those are the most successful students that I've seen, not the smart, they don't have to be the smartest. The child, someone like the parent knew she, she needed to be active because her child would not do the work. You know what I'm saying? She knew her child. So it's not like he was the smartest. It's he had an active parent that was on him and said, No, you're gonna get your work done. You're gonna sit down, you're gonna get work done. We're gonna sit down, we're gonna get it done together. I'm gonna meet with your teacher. Those are the parents that I really love. Like sometimes you may have those parents that are like very snobby and they try to feel like they may know more than you, but I love the parents that are like super, super active because they oh, want the yes. child to do well they understand that without me my child is not successful yeah because they're gonna get lost in the sauce you gotta right. understand how many like the teacher is one
0: person the teacher is one person compared to like a, my 147 I had on my roster my last year teaching um when I was in middle school I think I had about 83 89 students on my roster those are like, think about those numbers. Think about how that looks in a classroom setting. Think about what you do with that. Like as far as a teacher goes, who still has to go home to their life, still has to go home and live. Now, like I told you, I was an English teacher. So I had papers out the yin-yang to have to read and assess. And or I had journal. I used to write back to my students. I told you my first couple years of teaching, I was, ooh, girl, I was, um what's, what's the lady? um. Uh, Freedom writers. All right. Freedom. <laughs> Girl, she determined. Right. right. No, I care. You go. Right. It. <laughs> but it's like you burn out though. Is you gonna you're gonna reach a time a point where it's like, oh shucks, I'm gonna fall out if I don't go to sleep tonight, or you know, if I don't I don't right. get a proper amount of rest, or oh shucks, I gotta pay attention to my children. They are they're crying yeah. out for you know, attention right now. So is parent involvement is important parent involvement is important and we don't want anyone to ever think when we say "homeschool your kids we mean oh you got to take your children out of school and sit at home no we're saying that when they are home pay attention to them babies talk to them talk to them because that's all the homes that's that's what school is we're not asking you to sit down and do work with them not give them no worksheets yes Yes. we're asking you to talk to them to talk to them to see where they're at with things. Guide them, play games with them. Anything that's going to get their minds to work so that you're understanding where they're we at they with stuff. At. Yes. 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 I
1: love that.
0: <laughs> I really do. Yeah, the disconnect is real and that's what we don't want to ever think of that you we're taking away from what teachers are, are trying to actually do in the classroom, but it takes more than just that teacher. It takes a village. It takes a community. And I don't understand why schools aren't more prevalent in the communities that they're in, in general. And we've had this conversation where I said, like, you know, and we're, we're going to think about some programs or whatever that gets schools involved in the program I mean, in the communities that they're they're schooling like the kids that are coming from like if school should be like a it should be a comfort it should be I don't know it should be something more engaging more community-based you know yes. what we
1: do is if schools train parents to be teachers or train parents to be like a to hold after-school programs and they actually pay the parent so that the parent can you use know in and if there were parents that were really interested in it they do that and that's how you can get more parents involved. Because yeah. I, under, I mean, don't get me wrong. I understand they already have PTA, but PTA is a volunteer process. Ain't nobody trying to volunteer them <laughs> up. No, pay it these is, it's too pay real out here. Gaslight right. yes. already. these parents to be a part of the school. I mean, pay them to do an after-school program. Pay them to pay them to do something. There's so many um, parents out here that have different skills that the school could utilize. They need to go ahead and pay them
0: yeah no because like we said before the school got money I don't care what people say education systems have money like you see grants here being a lawyer you see grants therapy it's just how does money being spent how yes. is it being allocated how is it being dished out to these school systems or uh, districts how how is that happening but I saw. I don't know if I, and I told you I'm gonna start articles but I don't know if you saw um, they are starting to incentivize things for kids, like having them like into raffles for cars and stuff. Like if they do this, I don't know if they make good grades or something. I don't Mm -hmm. know. I don't remember the article all the way, but like if you, if, if school district has that in them to be buying new cars, <laughs> right?
1: right. Advising.
0: Yeah. Nah, you have to understand it starts at home. my love it starts at home. And I've said that since I I entered into the school doors, parents have to be involved. The parent has to be involved because you want reinforcement of everything that they've been, you know, that they come yeah. across in school. So in order for that to be reinforced or revisited or re, re um, reviewed, The parent has to be involved in it. They have to, because all that.
1: mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Oh, no, keep on going, girl. Oh, no, I was
0: going to all that time that's spent in school. It has like you want them to take home something or you want to be a team with the parents so that, it, like I said, it could just be something that's reinforced, reviewed. And it's like, you know, they start out that way, like in kindergarten, they send home calendars and stuff like that. But then it like it fades out. It fades out quickly.
1: It does, especially at the elementary. And I'm a I'm an advocate for um a parent like parents need to be active throughout the whole entire um school and career, up until the twelfth grade. Like parents should be active. It don't matter if your child is in high school because they, they're just bigger kids. They're still kids, they're still That's children, you know. they're just bigger. Their brain hasn't developed into an adult yet. They're not adults. You know what I'm saying? They still they need still support. Have
0: questions.
1: They have right. plenty of
0: questions.
1: They still need support. They need they need it more, I feel like, especially in high school, because you're the child is more aware but they still need help on how to navigate you can say in high school like high school is a big deal when I be hearing freshmen are going into high school um, like I was talking to this one freshman she was like I was like um you know you started school she's like yeah I was like what grade did you start? She was like ninth grade I was like oh snap you started you're like this is your high school year you started and she was just like yeah like <laughs> and I'm like you they like, don't get me wrong, I get it. But at the same time, it, those type of responses are like, I feel like are like defensive responses because they don't want to really talk about what's going on in school. Children need help on how to navigate high school. High school is real. Like, school you should not really just real. throw your child out into high school and just be like, okay, you got it. I'm not going to meet your teachers. I'm not going to talk to none of your friends. I'm just going to let you handle it.
0: Yeah, and when you get home and tell me that everything was good or you had a fine day, I would just keep rolling with it. Like,
1: okay, <laughs>
0: like, no, I,
1: man. Until something bad happened, and then the parents like, oh, no, I can't believe this it. happening. Da, da, da. And they want to go to the school and have an attitude and show up. <laughs> Hell, what? I mean, where was where is that energy when we asked
0: you to come to this parent teacher conference
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. where, is that, where is that energy period like where like what you can't and I don't understand that when it comes to certain parents I really don't like um don't be there for your child when they have when they when they have an issue like something is going on and you can't but but you're not there You know what I'm saying? To help them sort that issue out. You're just there when the issue pops off
0: yeah and then want to pop off with the issue you be in chaos on top of chaos like no nah, right. you, you gotta you gotta snap out of it <laughs> Like you're supposed to be the calm I get I, I get that you you're upset but you gotta also you're modeling for your child you're modeling how to react and how to handle conflicts or how to handle problems or issues and parents don't understand that like oh when your your child sees you oh yeah my mama gonna come don't worry I'm gonna tell my mama because she gonna come up hand up. Well, that shouldn't be what she come up here to do. Like, we ain't trying to fight
1: fight your mama. Right. I am your whole teacher. I'm not trying to fight your mama. You know how many kids have really tried to threaten a teacher with, oh, I'm going to call my mama. I'm going to call my dad. I'm going to call. And I'm like, and then the, really? the, the parent shows out
0: though. Like I've had a parent show out, like, and I just laugh because first of all, your child crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I see where she get the crazy. i, from. I, was I say, say, I see where she, where, she where she get it from. I've had, I've had a mom snap off after telling me that if her child was 18, she would take her out in the front yard and fight her like an adult because she out of like she out of control or whatever. However, when this child, this same child bring home some false information, she ready to come up to the school and see me. <laughs> because, girl, you don't say that energy and go sit down and read a book with you and your child. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We're not doing this we're not doing that because what we don't which what miss carter don't do is entertain foolishness you know you better <laughs> ask your child um that's why you're putting her out so don't don't <laughs> do that <laughs> like, not do that. but yeah no nah, that that energy needs to be had across the board like it should it be had all the time it shouldn't be had just when like you said an issue arises if somebody talked to my child wrong
1: or, right on, no man. You should be like, girl, where your homework? Not you know, like you got some homework, you trying to read a book today. Like, that's the type of energy you get know saying you should be trying to give to your children. Um, that parents should be trying to give to their children because they need it, especially if they're in school, like parents who are homeschooling, um, already homeschooling, you know and saying we definitely believe that your home, your way, right? Yes, right like now. your home, your way, like do it your way. And that was one thing I was trying to explain to my cousin. Um, i was like girl no i'm not putting kind in school and she's like well i really would like to homeschool but i just don't know how to do it i'm like do it your way do it your way like you say like you gotta sometimes you really do gotta get informal with people do it your (laughs) way like like, girl and she was like well i just don't understand and so i'm like okay well my cousin she um we were talking, and she kind of has like the schedule, and so we we're just trying to figure it out. I'm like, okay, what? Well, this is the best. If this is the best way that you can do it, have a certain certain time in your day where you sit down with your children, you cut on educational videos, and you go over them with them. That could be homeschooling. Yes, turn man. on the turn on the ABCs. Turn on the numbers. Turn on the colors if you don't have those materials at home, luckily now we have the phone screens. I'm not like a non-supporter of screen time because at the end of the day, there's so much information out there that kids can pro- you know, if, if, if they is. have their parent there with them, they can learn that information through a video now. Yes, you, don't have to, you don't have to create all these materials, even though, I, don't get me wrong, I love hands-on materials, but what I'm saying is people, we have to start thinking outside of the box, especially if you're going to homeschool, Think outside of the box. Don't just think about when you went to school. When I went to school, oh, we were sitting in desks doing, and that's what I feel like parents, they start to become so overwhelmed with the idea of I got to get worksheets, I got to a right, lesson plan, right? Lesson plan, right? A curriculum, and you don't have to do any of that. Yeah,
0: no, you might as well go work for the school system. Right. <laughs> if you're to
1: do that, go ahead and get
0: trained. <laughs> I know. Mean, nah. I get. I get that ass all the time. Like, oh, you do all those lesson plans, and I'm like, "What plans, girl? I didn't. I was on somebody's salary and did lesson plans. You think I'm about to do lesson plans at home? No,
1: nah, we. over here,
0: honey? This is free. This is everyday terrible.
1: life, right? This yeah. is everyday life. What, what
0: we doing today, y'all?
1: <laughs> <laughs> what we doing? <laughs> nah. So it's like tailored to your needs. It's not about you know saying the school and. Have, like yeah you want to support the school but you want to support the school in your own way you got to figure out where those gaps are and try to fill them in your own way especially if your child is in school but if you're homeschooling already it's your way period like i there is no i cannot recommend oh you should do this or you should do this because i don't know what goes on in your household you get what i'm saying i just know that you chose to homeschool so if you chose to homeschool your your child your kids then um you are already on that path where you feel like you have that power yeah and so, you need
0: to listen to yourself right you really do because like we said you are your child's first and most well like resourceful teacher because you know your child you've been what well we would hope that you have been watching them grow right. for this amount of time so like teacher I mean parents would be like like you know, you have a middle schooler or something. You well, I know he his he this way. or I know she this way, or they do this, or they that is because you are their most qualified teacher. So if you know that, then you already know how to address them or how, what to go about doing with them. Now, and like you said, we can't suggest or tell you, oh well, you should do this or you should do that. However, we can present plenty of resources for you to be right. able to, to be able to build what works in your home. And that's what the app is purposed for, just to provide resources, not direction. By no means are we telling you, oh, you need to do this to be a successful homeschool family. You need to, oh, no, because it, it, it's not like that. Everyone is different. Every child is an individual that needs to be met where they're at. So yeah, no, you you got it. Like parents really don't understand how much they really have it, and it's so disheartening when I'm having conversations with parents, and it's like, oh I could never, oh I I could never
1: like, but you have right, <laughs> you already have. You so saying you could never, and that's the um, one thing that I do not like is the disconnect between parent being a teacher. That's where the school system, that's where parents are really depending on the school system to be the child's like teacher, and that's just not. How it is in reality? In reality, the parent is the first, is the child's first and only, co- really real teacher in life, because yeah. the child is going through so many different teachers. It's not like, beginning you know saying that child is gonna. Just, yeah. They're not
0: modeling them. They're right. modeling you. Like right. overall, they're still watching you most of the time. They're still seeing how you react to situations right. or what you do or how you, your activities you partake in. That's all still molding them. Like that's right. all still going in within them that, oh, okay. Well, my mama said, or my daddy said that I don't I, I need to do this or oh my daddy go to work and he do this and like they're watching and paying attention to you. Like right. regardless of what building you feel like they're going into what you think they're doing in the school. Like they're right. talking about what that teacher eats and, and
1: right. They don't they don't know, right? Yeah, no, they don't know you. the teacher's eating habits, the teachers' reading habits, the teachers, you know saying the way the teacher carry themselves outside of school, they're not modeling after their teachers (laughs) they are modeling after their parents yes they really are and i mean there
0: are teachers that touch that touch kids and there are teachers that you know kids definitely look up to but that's it's still not their first model they aren't they really aren't um and parents need to take back their badge they need to take back their honor like you are your child's hero you really are um the way my girls act towards me that's gang gang all day like they are my biggest supporters they really are um even when I'm not up in my app or telling, like Kenny carries around my business cards and her little Pikachu purse. Oh! <laughs> like, it's, it's like, oh, did you give him a card? Like, <laughs> but yeah,
1: like, and that's, I mean, and, and your kids—they will, they will support you, they will love you, they will encourage you, especially if cuz children they they know they like we may feel like they don't know but they know a lot okay like if they're sponges from 0 to 5 just imagine as they're getting older and their brain is developing how much they they can kind of figure out and infer on their own yes, you know so it's like they can see oh i'm going to school every day i'm not spending no time with my parents i'm learning from this person this And, you know, is a person that I'm going to be learning from. And then when I get home, um, I may spend a little bit of time with my parents, but I'm not spending as much time with my parents as I'm. They can't. They understand. And they voice
0: it. They voiced right. it too. Cause I had my my students in high school used to always, you know, I talk to you more than I talk to my parents, or I don't talk to my parents like that, or they don't talk to me like that. And I'm just like, well, why not? Like what why not?
1: Let's like let, you should talk. <laughs> and that's why children come into the classroom and want to talk, 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 talk. Um, because parents feel like the socialization happens at school. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, you need to talk to
0: that part <laughs> oh you went out I don't know where you went to hold on because you're talking talking and, and you talking. Oh, okay
1: you back okay oh am I off
0: no you back okay
1: I was just saying I couldn't imagine not talking to my daughter like I talk to her now at three years old I ask her almost every day what's her name what's her favorite color What's her favorite animal? What's her favorite food? Like, I'm always asking her those questions. And every day it changes. So it's like, well, now her favorite animal has stayed the same. She said cheetah. The last, like, three times I've asked her, she has said cheetah. But every other day, everything is changing. So it's like, how could you not talk to your children? They're changing every day. They're experiencing every day. Every day. That
0: is so funny, because the girls have a favorite animal of the day, girl. And they want you to <laughs> guess it. Like. <laughs> That's what my favorite animal is today. And I'm just like, I mean, can we get a category? (laughs) (laughs) Right. right. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that is so funny. Yeah, she's going to keep changing. Kenny's uh, favorite color went from, girl, she don't, she she used to claim rainbow. And I feel like that was the most appropriate. Um, because she only went from blue to purple to black to, um to orange like she's literally had like all the colors of the rainbow so I just be like girl you don't have my no favorite color for real <laughs> like, you got no favorite color for real you just like them all and that's fine okay. you can like them all. Like Morgan has been pretty consistent with her yellow yellow being her favorite color
1: oh <laughs>
0: yeah, but and Kenny, even when blue was her favorite color, it was like different types of sh- uh, blue, like teal.
1: <laughs> that's,
0: she's, yeah, that's my complex child. She's yeah. so funny. She is so funny. Yo. And like she's, children
1: like that, right? Like children who are very complex, or um, like like children who sometimes children in school that are like um sure, assure themselves who can you know sometimes they they are the talkative ones or the ones oh, that yes. are very creative they're looked over, right? Mm-hmm. They told you, like, nah, be quiet or stop drawing in class right now mm, or stop drawing. Right, now. right, like, right now we can't do that or put that up. Like, those children, specifically, it's, like, those children, yeah, they need um, support outside of the, so support outside of the school because they're not getting those things that they may need in school because children learn differently in the school. is just one way. Yeah. Like, is it like, okay, well this is the way that you learn. So we're going to put all these children in this class and this is the way that you learn. You're y'all are visual learners. Y'all are, or it's not like, it's just not individualized. Uh-huh. And I feel like schools are trying to get to that, but how can you get to that when you got one teacher with 20 something plus children it how can in she classroom. individualize all those plans there's no way like
0: I or used he to get she. those IEPs and I'm just like what y'all want me to do with these like I got like 10 IEPs in the classroom <laughs> in one classroom and y'all want me to no it's not possible like I can move their seat I could do preferential seating I could do um small group this or Uh, make sure they do read alouds and like you know things of that nature. But as far as the actual classroom setting go, you're asking a lot. You really are. You really are because I I don't I don't I didn't even know how to approach half that stuff. Cause it's like, is that really the even the issue? Like will that even really help? It's
1: because small groups didn't help. Small groups didn't help my IEP students. They were still like, no, they needed to go back and like really get those skills that they miss i could do small group with them all day and we're still it wasn't like getting through because because parents
0: and and teachers and schools and all that good stuff have to understand wholeheartedly how learned helplessness works and when you tell a child from kindergarten third second third grade that how they learn isn't right or how like you know what they take like how they process information isn't right Like you gotta understand how damaging that is to a child's mind like mm-hmm. all of a sudden it's like oh well shucks I mean am I even learning like you know like I don't I don't know I'm not there I, <laughs> I can't tell you what's in their head but I could just tell you like that's a damaging effect and right. I, it hurts me say- yeah, it hurts me to hear that there's labels placed on kids as early as kindergarten. That's yeah, wild. wild.
1: That's that's wild. I always had a student who told me he can't read. I had two students, and they were really behind. And that was an excuse. I I just can't read. I can't read. I can't read. And I'm like, you can read. read. Like, I kept telling him, you can't read. You just have to. It's just about practicing and improving. Um, But he got to the point where he just and uh, his mom would say it, he can't read like she would say it everybody was saying it and it's just like to the point where he just really believes that he can't read and not that he's not a strong reader not that you know not that he
0: needs a little more help with reading but just the whole I can't read or he can't read that's wild
1: and then how do you work with a student like that I, I tried to motivate him so many times we've done work together sometimes like he's has he has tried for me but we didn't he still can't read, though. You're saying like, we, I didn't reach my, I didn't, I wasn't able to help him because it was a barrier first that we had to get through. And then when you want to start working, you know, attendance is off. He doesn't have reinforcement at home. It's so much other barriers that you yeah, have to. and his mindset on. is already there.
0: Like, his, he, he's telling himself he can't read right he's he's making himself believe that or he has believed that and so that's where he's at so even if he could process or could comprehend or try to make sense of what he is looking at he's telling himself I can't read I can't because he's heard it so
1: much right and just imagine if he continues to you know not get any support and things and he graduates what's he going to do with his life how's he going to navigate the world if he can't read
0: yeah, exactly. If that is,
1: if that was the excuse that he heard all his life, you just can't read. Then what's going to happen to him? Like, how's he? You know, like, how's he going to navigate this world? You got to read almost a everything. Everything that we're doing, we're reading and we're processing it through our eyes. You get what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it's just like, if he can't even, you get what I'm saying? Process letters and like. It's just a or lot. He it's shuts just, himself off from it, like just
0: right. initially. Like he's just accepted that. As like where he he's gonna be, it's it's a learned helplessness. It's a like a it's, it's a roadblock. I had a seventeen year old tell me he was sitting in my class, not doing work, and he told me out his mouth that he was waiting on his mom to um, get his medication because um, he was supposed to start some kind of ad. ADD medicine or something and I'm just like there ain't nothing wrong with you like not not you know like I'm not a doctor can't diagnose you however I've seen you do work I've seen you so when did when did this get in your head that oh you need a pill in order for you to do work now like we midway through the year now all of a sudden you shut down and just yeah, nah. It's 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 wild. It's girl, wild. that's a
1: whole nother conversation that we can have about oh, yeah. mental that, like mm. diagnosis of mental illnesses in children in school.
0: How it even goes about those right. evaluations and everything. Yes, you are absolutely, That is definitely another <laughs> another topic, another day.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, because yeah. you know what I'm saying. Like just even all the experiences that we've seen as teachers, that is the reason why I want to homeschool. My child, you know what I'm saying like all these experiences that I've seen in school, the end result from Jay being a teacher in twelfth grade, you'm know saying, I can't, you know, I don't want that on my chest, you know, like it makes me feel really good that my that my daughter is that I'm teaching my daughter how to read. When I asked my mom who taught me how to read, she told me she ain't know. I was like, Mom, I said, Mom, did you teach me how to read? She was like, No, I think you were in school. Cause I was just trying to figure out how did I learn how to read? You get what I'm saying? Like, who taught me how to read? I don't know. That was probably my who-
0: mom's response to girl.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who my um, like who my kindergarten or first grade teacher or whoever it was, pre K, I don't know, but I had asked her when she told me no. I was like, oh, it must have been a teacher of mine, you know, but it makes yeah, me feel good that, that. No. I'm going to be able to teach. Yeah, she's a be able to teach my daughter how to read. And um, it makes me feel good because she'll know, like, I taught her how mm-hmm. to read. She will know that, and she can tell her children that. She can tell, yes, they yeah. can tell their children. And it becomes um, a break of a generational curse. You know what I'm yes. saying? I mean, yes. I honestly feel like school is a barrier. I'm not going to say... I mean, I would just say it's a generation. It could be, it could be considered a generational curse because so many people have gone through the school system, maybe in one family, and never received the help, and they all just you get know saying that's yeah, a generational curse God. when you go when you go through a system and nobody has like learned anything, like truly you just didn't learn anything, or they're still but they
0: keep going through that system, right? Like, they don't, they don't see because even like with the The parents that we talk to, it's like, oh, they can express to you, well, I didn't learn anything in school or school this or like, you know, they have all these negative talks about school, but yet their children are in school. So it's really interesting to see, like, right, okay, so if you didn't learn anything and you don't feel like your wife learned anything. Right. So what y'all doing?
1: Do you think your child is (laughs) learning anything in school? That's a generational curse, yeah.
0: It is. It de- indeed. It is. It is. So it's, so yeah.
1: Breaking those generational curses is yeah. one reason.
0: And getting involved, like parents have to understand their level of importance. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> she said, "No, you gonna see me? Like, well, stop trying to look at that. Look at me. Look at me, right, No." <laughs> Oh, the question just gets up and uh
1: girls <laughs> are talking out of nowhere <laughs> thinking about her grandma oh mm-hmm. But yeah.
0: so yes i hope that um this reaches whoever it needs to reach i hope our message is is clear we love everyone we just want things to to be different <laughs> we want people to to be accountable for the roles that they play in their children's education no matter what route they choose no matter if they're in traditional school homeschool, whatever school private like any kind of it school, doesn't
1: matter right it
0: does not matter you are your child's first and most qualified teacher own the role believe in yourself um remember that you yourself are still learning um, we are life learners and so learn with your child if you don't feel like they know everything or you know everything or like because that's a thing too. I'd be feeling like parents be thinking they're supposed to be walking encyclopedias. No, you better look that up like you ain't gotta tell my child quick. oh girl I don't know. let's look it up like, and that's, that's fine. Like, you don't have to know everything to homeschool your kids. You don't have to know everything to have a conversation with your children. You do not. You can learn together and never be afraid to admit, oh, I do not know that. Like, well, let's look it up. Let's learn together about this. Because, yeah, nah, we, we have, we have to take ownership for the roles we play. And, Y'all are y'all are too dope to to just be in the school system and just system in and out. Nah, like let's let's break that. Like Leah says, curses, generational curses. Let's break those. Let's reroute. Let's re rewrite. Um, change the narrative because we got it. You got it. We got it. We can do it. This is this is a beautiful time for all of this lovely awakening that is occurring. Like, let's be intentional, let's be conscious, let's keep moving forward, but don't just keep doing stuff, because this is how it's always been done, or don't keep, like, committing to different things that you know aren't, isn't right, it doesn't even sit right with you, but it's just like, well, that's how it's been, or that's what it, like, no, that's their tradition, not yours, like, you ain't gotta do that, so. <laughs> Just just know that what you do, how you do, when you do, is up to you. You're home, your way. It really is. So homeschool your kids. (laughs) (laughs) Homeschool your kids. Gang, gang. Gang, gang. But yes, um, thank you for tuning in. Until next time, you have a beautiful, beautiful day. Peace.
1: Yeah. got you-